A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I did not expect to hear the term edging on Night at Beyonce on the tell-all. And neither did John Robinson. Not, yes. The fact this that woman, the word edging was in Jenny's mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. She, Sean Robinson, she immediately called her pastor after doing this show. <laughs> immediately. Y'all, I'm going to take a little part of the blame here because I think part of us, I think we've sullied, uh, I think it's maybe listening to us because we have, we have definitely talked about edging. I, um, I, I blame you. I blame you. Okay. I'll take that because okay, yeah. I've mentioned Actually, Captain I, Sandy edging to Mariska Hargitay. Oh, you did. <laughs> I was going to say, I yeah. don't think we've talked about edging, but yes, you have. Yes, you have. Yeah. Y'all, this is uh, Reality Gaze, uh, part three. It feels like part 20 of the tell-all. We're almost done, though. One more. We're almost. One more. One I'm, more. If, if, if you're looking at the, if you're on the intimate portrait, I'm standing up because my butt's tired. Um, <laughs> I guess that's right. And I write, you, you it, it's, imp- it's a problem if your butt is numb, too, because, well, you need to have feeling there. <laughs> Lots and lots of feelings. So then it can be numb later. I know. Uh, y'all, it's part three. This is, I, I can't imagine. Wait, wait, we've got to say something for the intimate portrait people, though, before. Y'all, we're remote, but goat, mainly because I went to dinner with someone yesterday that told me they have COVID today. So we're trying to be careful. Um, <laughs> I got retrograded. My, my Go mother ahead. will never what? forgive you if you give me COVID. Uh, and I was no, to die. She God. never. Matt, you killed Jake Bird. <laughs> Matt, I thought you were his friend. Yes, I, a friend doesn't kill another friend. <laughs> God. Thought you knew that. Um, you will kill right Jake Bird. 
Before we started the show, actually, before we started just to do a little thing with our friend Mary Payne and Pink Shade, which we're going to talk about in a minute, um, there started to be hammering on my roof, and I realized there was a leak in my uh, neighbor's apartment, but they, they had to do ceiling work in my apartment as well, and they're retarring it per, or, right now. So thankfully, I'm watching Cats for my downstairs neighbor. So um, In a very, I'm, like grandma's house apartment <laughs> i think it watch. looks grandma because you don't see all but she's very venice beach we do t she's my friend i get high with and do tarot so she oh, also Lord. has a very loud cat named spencer who i love so if you hear a cat meowing <laughs> that's spencer and he just wants to be on the pod and we're gonna this row a, with it because this is circus. where we are <laughs> My butt hurts. You've got a cat. Your butt hurts and my pussy's upset. <laughs> <laughs> Your pussy's on fire. Your pussy's on fire, literally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Y'all, big, big news. Big news. Huge. Um, we are we are partnering with Mary Payne from Pink Shade. Yeah. Uh, and the first of, a, of its kind kind of thing from Moment, we are doing a worldwide digital, digital, digital moment. World. It's digital worldwide oh, moment. A DWM. DWM. Digital worldwide moment. Basically, y'all, we're doing a live recap show um uh and it's gonna be you can watch it's it's gonna be it's a digital thing not not in person obviously um, it's, it's through a it's through a moment moment it's its own service we're doing it through that this is a new thing we're trying we've never done anything like this before yeah it's something that because it is an event it's something you will buy an individual ticket for for anyone um right. we're gonna have more information about that uh probably on the second part two of our of this show but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a live recap event with us so bunkies and with sissies united Yes, and uh, tick. We'll have ticket information very soon for you. Very soon, uh, and also more information you can find on our Instagram. Yep, we're gonna have as some well as hopefully follow Pink in. Shade on Instagram, y'all. Yes, please. They're working hard. Yeah, there'll be special and, uh, guests jumping in with us, and uh, we're we're very excited. We've never done anything like this, which is what I say to all the straight men who I sleep with. Never uh, done this before, and I think I've never done this before. We, um, we made a video with Mary Payne to promote it, and we kept saying we wanted to have a threesome. And y'all know Mary Payne. She just wanted us to stop saying the word threesome, and we just kept saying it more. <laughs> um, y'all, that event is going to be on Monday, February uh, 6th. 6th. So if you mm -hmm. kind of think of it this way, it's going to be – uh, we're gonna about it's gonna be in February. Where you know, ninety days gonna take off the next week. For they will take Super Bowl. off. Well, and the the live event will be available. I think on demand for a week. So when when mm -hmm. when when your husband's watching the Super Bowl and you are you don't have any ninety day, just watch our live special. Exactly there. You, but it's only for it's only up there for a week, y'all. And so it goes away forever. Forever. Which means I can say Ever. some crazy ass shit. I'm worried about going that. Away. I am worried about <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I'm gonna say some crazy <laughs> shit. I'm very worried about that. Ooh, God, I can't wait. Anyway, y'all. So gotta, more info. I bring out all my David Koresh jokes. 
Great. So <laughs> that's not out yet, but eventually the link will be in our link tree. So be sure to check that out. We'll let you know. Wow. Ooh, I need to bring out all my material. Uh, let's talk about the Bi Curious <laughs> that we just dropped, shall oh, we? Oh, no. We dropped Bi Curious back on in Saturday. The back, back in the in groove. Back in the groove. Uh, hosted by Tay Diggs and featuring three women in their 40s looking for love? Young dick. <laughs> young, young dick. But, and we, So am I. I think both of us had. I am a woman in my 40s looking for young dick. Wow. <laughs> I really could have been on that show. I'm not looking for any type of dick. Young, old, I'm just happy to get it. I'm just, I am just, I am just like Steph. I need a refresh. That's not what she said. She said a re, what'd she say? A redo? A big dick? A reset. Whatever. Sparkle is the one who wants the reset. Oh, yeah. And I think that is, that is, that I do believe that's her name. I believe that's her name. Um, And then there's another woman named Leslie? What's her name? Brooke. 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 Uh, there, but there are three women, and they're. Uh, I didn't love it, but um, but it was it was fun. There's a big twist at the end of the first episode. Uh, that we had a good time talking about it. We had a good time. And talking about it. the bargain band of reality show men rejects they found to be in this show. Wow. Yes. But yes. Wow. Um, also, we're not going to answer it here. But a lot of you are wondering, is there really a Groove Hotel? We answered that question <laughs> on the Bicurious episode. That's only available on oh. Reality Gays Plus at the $5 tier of your Patreon or Supercast. Can you give me the address of the Groove Hotel? What yeah. time's checkout? What time's checkout? Anyway, um, what else do we have going on? Pooch? Oh, y'all, Classless, our, classless. our final Classless of Happily Ever After Season 3 we just released uh, this past week. What a doozy! It was kind of the Nicole and wedding, Nicole and Asin wedding fiasco, uh, otherwise known as y'all. We have been introduced to the makeup store, the beauty shop slash health thing. Things. We have been introduced. We did not know about this. No. If you watch the watch along on the fifteen dollars tier, our faces say it. My all. face. We were- when uh, the makeup store was brought up, immediately it was like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything became clear in that one moment, and I felt like two hours had just been stolen from me. Yeah, it's just like Haley Joel Osmond just showed up and said, I'm dead, bitch. That's Bruce Willis who was dead. Oh, Did Bruce you even Willis watch that dead. movie? It's been a long Sorry. time. Bruce Willis. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Bruce Willis was the dead one. That was a good oh, reveal, though. That was a good reveal. We all remember where we... I don't remember where I was. And then he still. never really got the same... Uh, the, uh, the, the, the same gooped. Although the, the, the village had, had a... It was really long and a kind of a terrible film. But it did have a good goop moment. Um, Poor Bruce Willis. The, he can't even the, act anymore, bless his heart. It's really sad. Way to bring it down. Was that true? <laughs> yes, he has a weird type of, um, not a weird, I shouldn't say weird, a very rare. Um, what is it? It's. Um, Why has, do you do this? He, <laughs> Why are he you? Has, oh, he has aphasia. That's what I thought it was, yeah. So it's a language. So literally, he's an actor who cannot speak, read, or write, or listen. 
It's horrible. It's horrible. Okay. Okay. It's horrible. So we're going to have to leave that there. We, you've got to stop doing that. You've got to stop <laughs> you know, stopping you know I, the show. You know where I get that? I get that from my mother. I just went. Yeah, mom, it's awful. Mom's doing great, by the way. She had DBS, a, dialect, a dialectical brain surgery or scan where they put little probes to help her essential tremor. She's doing great. Thank, shout out to the doctors at UT Southwestern. I think he, the doctor hit on me. I almost took him up on it. But I didn't. How is that possible? Well, when he was giving me the information of how my mother was, and he would seem very happy to talk to me. Very. <laughs> I didn't. I, I wanted to investigate his bedside manner, but I didn't. But I will no. say, mom's doing great. But I did learn things like from my mom. I, I think I do get my bluntness sometimes from my mother because we were sitting there. I was like, before the thing, you know, my mom, y'all tell me if you're, do your, your parents never have had really any major surgery yet, have they? No. So when they do, because they're getting older, they'll have to have something, their shoulder or yeah. something. And this was oh, minor. Oh, my mom's had to have knee surgery. But, but, well, I guess this was minor. It was a minor surgery, but it was still brain surgery. So my mom was yeah. a little, grantedly, who wouldn't be freaked out? So she goes through before the thing. Grantedly, like, yes. Yeah, grantedly, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm just trying to talk before the cat screams at me. I'm so scared right now. <laughs> um, she basically... Uh, she said, you know, the, the papers for the will are over there. Everything's there, you know, going through Jesus. all of that. And she said, and look, I just want you to be buried by me. And I said, well, mom, um, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. She's like, no, no, don't get cremated. I don't, you don't want to be, be me to be buried alone. Do you? Rodney wants to be cremated. So just go ahead and get buried by me. There's an extra plot for you. I bought two. I don't think I could say where I would be buried. And I, I don't think said, it's. What do I say? You know As what? Reba She'll McIntyre be dead. Says, She'll never know. Yeah, you might as well Reba say whatever says, you want to. What do you say in a moment like this? <laughs> yeah, your I'm just mama saying, says be buried. Because I'm. Oh, yeah. What do you Maybe say? when I bring up any celebrity who's had a problem, maybe the first thing isn't about a horrible thing that's <laughs> that's happened to them. I, I just, sorry, I just, my heart goes out to him when people say it. I just want to send him love. Uh, again, I, anyway. I don't know how we move on. Okay. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is these are comedy killers. And <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I will I, say, so let's, speaking of comedy killers, uh, or actually a comedy bringer. Do we, you have a Holocaust story to share? Because why not? <laughs> You know, but Kate Casey just texted me and she's having the, one, a Holocaust survivor on her show next week. Great. That's awesome. For her. That is actually awesome. That is amazing. There like, aren't, there aren't that, a lot of, there aren't left. a lot of them around. Yeah. Well, if you're not listening to Kate Casey, you should, she is killing it. Of, I even just had a sissy saying, I appreciate Kate Casey. She she's has working. been doing so much work on the Idaho murders. She's that, been doing, doing yeah. a lot of stuff on the Idaho murders. So, um, yeah. but I was going to say y'all next week, if you aren't on reality gays plus, and you thought, huh, I kind of want to watch or listen to old 90 day fiance. Now is your time because this week is when we begin with season six, season six of 90 day fiance, Classless. Colty, Larissa, uh, Lita, and whoever Eric she's and Lita, with. Eric um, and Lita, Stephen and Olga, Aswani, Aswani, 
Asuelu and Kalani. Asuelu and Kalani. Uh, and uh, John and Fernan- Jonathan and Fernanda. Fernanda. Oh, Jonathan. Blech. So, y'all, it, and we don't know really, we know a little bit, but not much about those. But as y'all have said, we're like, we're just, we're in the sprint of wonderful 90 Day Fiance right now. So that first episode will be on the free feed. And then the subsequent episodes will be at the $5 tier. And if you want to sure. watch us, watch, if you want to watch us. In our own watch the shows for the first talk. time. Watch Pillow the show. Biter we, Talk. Pillow Biter Talk. You can subscribe to the $15 tier and you can get that video. So there you go. I think that's <laughs> it, right? Anything I, else? I think that's all the announcements, surprisingly. I think that's it. All right. Um, let's do this. So we're we're now we're over halfway. We're we're now three-fourths of the way done with this tell and I realized this is, is this the first tell all that we have had over a two day period? I think it's so. almost like a music festival at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, Look, and it's what do you, th- no limits. What do you think about, what do you think about this new concept? Because I, in a way, I understand why they're doing it, but is it going to pay off? I think we it's only going to pay off for people we know well, because I don't think we're going to care about like people we don't know that well, who haven't had multiple seasons to do this long of a tell all. I, I just don't think it pays off. I think we're going to see more of this. I have yeah. a feeling we're going to see more of this going forward, whether it pays off or not, it pays off and it gives them more episodes. Um, but it's, it's something that it is, you bring up a great point in that this is very, this is very unique to happily ever after because a lot yeah. of these people know one another and have been, yeah. on, they've been on Angela's the show, been on the show for five, five years, years now, something like that. Yeah. But at the same time, they also, have spent time with one another and they all, oh, that's why yeah. that's why Jovi and Andre felt weird because you can tell they don't really know each other. However, yeah. I will say the Angela and Andre scenes work because you can tell they've hung out and yeah. talked a lot. And even the Ed and Angela scenes, they have a little bit of capital to, and let's, let's move in with that where, where we think she goes, where the last thing we saw in part two was Angela saying, excuse me. And you expect her to launch into him. That does not happen. She says, it I'm very disappointed in you, Ed. Um, what are you doing? Do you know that makes her feel? And amaz- amazingly, Angela is given this sort of empathy <laughs> that she has. It's- Maybe she borrowed it from someone. So <laughs> she says, you're a good guy. And I wrote, fuck me. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. Um, and the last thing from it, Ed starts spiraling, saying, "I want to spend the rest of my life with her, but I don't know how to. I don't know how to. I don't know how to be in a relationship." Just laughing, and then, Angela. Snip and Angela goes, "Then leave her the fuck alone." Like, it, it's it's weird. She almost hypnotizes him. She does. By, kind of like, yeah. It, I guess, <laughs> I, I mean, we all thought she was going to start screaming at him. We um, did. And that's not what happened at all. Um, I don't know if 
you call it empathy that she borrowed. I don't know if, you know, Angela, Angela likes to be a know-it-all. So she likes, she, yeah. and she's, and, and she's, but I'm um, saying she it was actually insightful to other people, but not herself, but not herself. Yeah. Yeah. So it y'all just get ready. I don't love it. But basically, Ed was so much of this tell-all, and that's the only problem with these types of tell-alls is Ed was Ugh. so much of this tell-all, and it was other people interacting with Ed and other people interacting with Liz, but then also talking about their own shit. So unfortunately for us to be able to talk about this, these fuckers have made it to where we have to talk about, as Andre says, little Ed. Little Ed, or small Ed. Small Ed, <laughs> yes, small Ed. Um, And then I, I wrote down... Uh, boy, when Angela, Jovi, and Bilal are teaching you how to be a human being. <laughs> You're in a sad, like, just walk you, off a pier. Just walk off wow. a pier. Well, you, what we, what we see is something both, both you and I, and most of our listeners, I think, have known, is that he, uh, textbook narcissist, um, yeah. if you, you really could find that, um, and they cannot be shown to be either incorrect or they cannot lose and they will yeah. drag anyone down with them to who's going to make them lose. The only good thing about that's 100% correct. And the only thing good about seeing this Ed and Liz, as you said, this last tell on, it happens even more this time. Ed's mask drops from this yep. tell-all, and we see the real narcissist Ed. So I only hope that if you're watching this and you see some, you see bits of someone you're in a relationship with, mm -hmm. you go, "Oh fuck, I need to call my best friend Sheila and leave this motherfucker because yeah. this is someone who's Yo, not ever gonna be." You can't fix these people. You it's can't fix Ed. Now. You can't fix yeah. Ed. And even when Liz says. It's I tell him my emotions. Literally, she said, I tell him what's wrong and what bothers me. And he completely makes it about himself and takes it personally. I went, that's narcissism. Like, that's yeah. what. And, and the textbook signs of being in a relationship with a narcissist is you say things like, which Liz says earlier, no one sees the other side of him. Yep. No one. And the thing is... He has specifically targeted you in that way and only shows you, and it's still a facade. It's still one of his, one of his uh, altars that you're seeing. Yes, the real Ed is what you're seeing right now on this tell-all. Right now, right. That's the real Ed. That's the real Ed. It's this idea of, y'all just think, if you were saying no one sees the other side of them, Oof, boy, turn the mirror on yourself and say, no one sees the other side of them. Mm -hmm. no one. Yeah. That's a red, red I'm, I'm the only one. And it's it's just, You're just like I guarantee because they're not every special. single one of Liz's friends, which pro that's probably the, one of the issues, is she probably doesn't have a lot of friends, but everyone in her life is like, Why are you with him? Why yeah. are you with this person? Um and which she we she's so, having a conversation with Jenny, Liz, and Kimberly. Kimberly. Um and in that where Liz said this line, which 
again, this is a good sign of being with somebody with a narcissist or a sociopath, but for him, a narcissist, when Liz says, I always have to explain my emotions to him. <sighs> Y'all, that's a red flag. You, the person you should be with, I'm not saying they should read your mind, but you shouldn't have to always explain your emotions. Intentions, intentions, a whole different thing, but emotions. Mm -hmm. And like, of course, it's a, and who jumps on that is Kim goes, I know, I know. Everybody knows Soja Boy. They know Soja Boy, but I know Uthman. I know Uthman. I know the, Uthman. I know the Yemi. I know the Yemi Yemi. I'm the only one that sees the Yemi Yemi. Uh, remember, we when I got that ring because I won. I broke up with him, She's, but I won. I won. She really is the ultimate person who makes everyone's got a story and she has something to relate. <laughs> I'll, yeah. She, you know what? She, she could sit down to dinner with Sam Walton and relate to that man. <laughs> He's dead. That's the first but... Sam Walton reference of the podcast. <laughs> um, so, but she does say, but if anything else comes out, if anything else comes out on the tell-all, because tomorrow's my day, if anything else comes out, I'm going to wreck that fucking set. <laughs> wreck that set. Um, and, yeah. Oh. Then there's a little bit of a scene with Yara and Shida where uh, – and she basically says, "I'm tells Yara, I'm going to confront Bilal when it comes to trust. And Yara will basically says, Yara says, well, um, it's, it's, you need to stay, stick to your own guns and let demand, demand your own independence. And, and they're both worried about big Ed coming for both of them. It's so interesting because in the beginning yeah. of the tell all, they were all worried about Angela. Yara was the only one who kind of got it. Um, yeah, Shida even said from, like, from you Angela. stood up to her. She was like, "Yeah." She said, "I'm going to go into this with shot with Yara energy." And I went, "We all need to have Yara. We energy. all need Yara energy." I kind of want a T-shirt that says Yara energy. Yara energy. Um, but what's interesting now is everyone's worried about because they've seen Ed try to pile on because he gets nervous. And how many times drink every time you heard I was drowning? You stepped on my neck. Blech. And I went, what? No. Sorry, that's shitty, oh. but. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Normally I would edit that out, but I don't We're care. We're keeping it in. He's terrible. But he kept saying it, and I was like, this is too easy. It's a cheap joke, um, and you're cheap. So. It's perfect. It's perfect. Never said I wasn't. Um. <laughs> And I still say the, the 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 least offensive thing about Ed is his appearance. The least offensive thing. For sure. So for sure. But for sure. Anyway. Yara even uh, says Joe, she Yara even says, You can call yourself Big Egg, but he's short as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting. This is part three, and even in part two, everyone had, had their fill. Yeah. Um, and it just tells you because I know we see Ed has supposedly friends in his life. I guarantee you the friends that, that Ed has are the only ones who are he does stuff for or Probably. pays for. And this Ed is a very lonely person. He's a miserable person. And in a way, uh, does he deserve our anger and just like disgust? Yeah. You almost want to pity him, though. That's. That's he's a very sad, miserable person, and just the I, I looking back, he's one of the worst we've ever had. 
I, I like there, there's horrible people, but Ed, there's something about him that just get gets under my skin. Like almost no one. Yeah. It's there's just no redeeming, nothing redeeming. Um, because everything's fake. Oh no, you really hated Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Those seem like nice days now. Cause we haven't covered Ed in so long because yeah, we just, we don't cover him. Yeah, and um, and it, it like the Bilal hate is different than I have because that is just it's like he becomes Darth Vader, uh, and and that's the thing. You put Bilal next to Ed, you're like, well, Bilal's not so bad. <laughs> not terrible, like, you know. And and Bilal just Bilal got a very good at it. This, he had a very uh, good they this episode. They definitely want more Bilal and Shida. And y'all, I we will see them on next season of Happily Ever After. Mark I'll see you in words. hell. Mark my <laughs> words, they will be there. Positive. I'll see you in hell, TLC. <laughs> Just keep it going. You're going to make me watch Brother Husbands. <laughs> Why not? Extreme Sisters. You're going to make me watch Pang Pang again. Fine. Oh, y'all. Bob, I'm so glad you said it, y'all. That's coming out. The trailer is out. So we have, with the trailer, we actually got a privy to the first episode. Oh, 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 oh. oh it's so good. I needed to take milk of Magnesia. The triplets. The triplets. Y'all, the triplets. Oh. the triplets have a language they and speak. They and have their only own them. language. And they, and there's also two. Uh, twins from Dallas, Texas, who like oh the ones when they licked one one's teeth, one yeah, licked come, the other's come teeth. Come on, come on, share, lick my teeth, lick my teeth. Come on, oh man, y'all, it is it the the here's the deal, y'all. The Pang Pang twins are the normal ones this season. I'm living for the Australian twins because they they seem to be that's like going home for me now. I know yeah, they're yeah. crazy. Yeah, we know um, it. Y'all get ready for a season of this show is going to be one of those when your husband walks into the room and he's like, I'm disgusted with you <laughs> that you watch this. <laughs> get ready. It, he say, it disgusts me. <laughs> like this is one of those shows. You're, you're a sick fuck if you like this show. <laughs> I, I will say this. I would not watch this show if you were not making me. He I could watch <laughs> all the other iterations of this show. I would not watch this show. It's too gross for me. It makes it makes me feel bad. It Your makes me feel saying, sick. Honey, you won't let me watch MMA because you say it's too violent. But really, this no this this show's sick. Extreme Sisters is sick. Oh, I love it. No, okay, sick. so coming out. Where were uh, we? Sorry, coming out. Um, there is. So yes, so there were. Now we have a little bit of Jovi and Audrey. Jo, jo, Jovi and Audrey and, on, and Audrey. Suddenly, Seymour. <laughs> suddenly, Seymour. After suddenly, Seymour. Then beside me, he don't need no makeup. Just don't. Just don't. Don't. He don't condescend. Um, I don't. Um, I'm very clear. I'm not like American. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're having this conversation. This and is such crap. They don't. They're fine. They're yeah, fine. They're all fine. Um, Jovi brings up again. Do you think you're the one that causes the problem? What causes the problem? 
and Andre's like, I heard him talking shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I I think this is where finally we're. Um, did you like it when Shida or like Yara maybe? Uh, or who was it? Was it maybe Kim? I I didn't write this down that well. Tells no basically shit. Jenny that she needs to speak up. Um, and y'all, yes. Jenny's gonna take that advice. It looks like on part four because Jenny is going full Maury chicken. What? What is I'm excited for it. Yes, to tell Jenny that she needs to speak up because it's Jenny. It's the next day. It's, it's yeah. again Treasure Island time cold. 7.45 a.m. By the way, y'all, I want to apologize on behalf of us. We, we talked about Treasure Island. Several of you have wanted to, pardon me, several of you have wanted to post about it in the Facebook group. Uh, one person first did, and we almost got shut down in the group. Well, so, it's not shut down, but it it does tweak. Um, it tweaks Zuckerberg, and he flags it. It tweaks us. the Facebook algorithm. So, um, <laughs> and then we get little, your admin. Both. So I'm sorry. Yeah. We should have not brought it up, um, but we did. <laughs> and we're probably not going to. We? <laughs> Drag me down with you. Fine. Um, and so anyway, we're not going to be able to approve those Facebook posts. No, y'all I just. I love that one gay part, one gay sissy put on the Facebook group in all caps, Treasure Island Media with like 20 exclamation points. Yeah, she knew. She knew. She knew. The, like the gays came out of the woodwork for this. <laughs> I didn't even think that many listened like, oh my God, I died when you talked about Treasure Island. Oh my God. Anyway, so. But uh, yes, so I guess that's what all we have to do. All we have to do. So shot. Yes, that's when that's when they have their conversation. Um, and so she, so Shida does say, you know, Liz kind of hits Ed with low blows as well. So there's a little bit of garbage because she heard that from Bilal. Because of course exactly. Bilal is coming home. To, yeah. So just shut up. Shut up. Because again, they're bros. Y'all don't forget, Bilal is trash. They're bros. They're bros. So yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Okay, boy, the cat just took a big old shit in that thing. You just <laughs> smell it in the whole thing. Gross! I'm going to have to clean that out now. Spencer! Um. <laughs> <laughs> Today is a Mercury retrograde, y'all. This neighbor's got a lot of pot. I just might smoke out and just fuck this uh, shit. We also, uh, Kim is consistently telling anyone who'll listen, remember, I broke up with him. I broke up with him. I broke up with him. Yeah, I broke yeah, up with him. No crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And and Yara goes, Jovi. What could be more crazy than what happened with Angela yesterday? And yeah, just wait. Yeah, um, just wait. Now, did you like it that when Kim and Ed were talking, and it's like, well, I apologize to Liz, and Kim's like, that apology was fake as fuck because yeah. blah blah blah. And then at one point, my this is my favorite line to tell. Oh, no, oh yeah, because when Ed said. Uh, are we? You tell, go, yeah, go you're ahead. like, you're like, like your shit doesn't stink. She's like, oh, my shit stinks. I fully my admit shit my stinks. shit stinks. <laughs> my shit, my shit really stinks. Just like Spencer the cat, he just took a giant <laughs> shit while Maddie was doing a podcast. It fucking stinks. And also, she, my shit stinks worse than any of your shit. Anyway, it's like a big doo doo. Um, <laughs> it's like what Ed, Ed said. We're like one big my happy. We're Don't like one wrong. big happy family. Are we? Are we? <laughs> I, I don't think you respect me. I don't I, think you respect me. She, you respect y'all, me. All about I'm respect. Gonna respect. I'm not going to respect you. I I do think 
give them the opportunity, like Interview Magazine, where one interviews the other. I would love oh. that. Oh, I, d- I don't think she would do it because actually she would. Let's be honest. She'd do anything for fame. But and Kim uh, later said that she's like, look, I apologize. So this is a different. You can tell again, Ace, Ed putting down the face mask. Kimberly says in a very sincere way, she's like, I apologize if you think I'm being mean. I do not mean to be mean. And Ed, instead of taking her apology, he starts to raise his voice and said, yeah, you are. You are being mean. Yeah. You're being so mean. What a y'all when he did that, that I went, whoa, you're even you're even more evil than I thought you were, because that's exactly anytime Liz, because that's rule 101 of when you have an argument with someone you love, you compromise Mm -hmm. a little. You say, you know what? I can't do that that. in the wrong way. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) And this is I just want to make this clear with a narcissist. Any inch you give them, they will take. They hold a, tighter. They hold tighter. It's a slide against them, and they will yep. punish you forever for it. Forever. Yeah, it's really awful. And it, you can just see the way he hates women this episode is just, it's just, he, really he calls Shida really, a gold digger. Yeah. He calls Yara a gold digger. Yeah. Um, and always, he always stands up and, with the men, always and with stands the men. up with the men. Yeah. Like when, like when, like when Bilal's friend Chris comes in, which we're going to talk about on part two. Oh, fuck that uh, guy. Men's rights advocate, Christopher. <laughs> fuck that guy. What a piece of shit. But, but that makes Bilal's sense why friend. Bilal's such a piece yeah. of shit. Because shit is with shit. It's like cat shit that clumps together in the litter box that I'm going to have to okay, clean up we can't. we can't it, talk about cat shit more. It smells like a hot box in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to keep I will, going. <laughs> I will say there's not much worse than cat shit instead of cat pee. But cat pee is like is almost worse, I feel like. Um, I think we should, I think we're about to get to where the tell starts, but I think we should take a break oh, okay. before that. So we will come back and actually start the tell-all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. 
Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Song Finch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. I don't know if I said this before, but I broke up with him. I just want to make it clear. I, I, I looked at Soldier Boy, I looked him right in the face, and then I looked at his yammy, and I said, this hurts me more than it hurts you. <laughs> this hurts me. It hurts me. Worse than it hurts you. <laughs> and I won, and I still won. Yes, it's all about winning you. for her. But I'm breaking up with you. She Hashtag, has to walk away. I won, because I got that yammy. She has to walk away the winner here. I'm walking um, away. I knew that was coming. It's it's very important for her to have in in a weird in a weird because I think it's I think it would destroy her self. <laughs> it would destroy her sense of self if she I was mean, the loser here. 
I think that's true. I think more, I think that's true for a lot of people that mm-hmm. are getting out. Like you feel like a failure. You feel shame. Da, yeah. da, da, da. But, but for it's, her, because it's uh, for her, yeah. it's so much. It is a lot of her self worth is a tied is tied up in that is yeah. in not looking. Yeah. So they are starting. Sean starts off with, well, what happened last night at that party? We sent cameras to, to see how y'all would misbehave. <laughs> Um, the producers tell me something happened. What happened? Ed and Liz talk about themselves. I, we don't need to go all into that. I did enjoy, though, again, the martyr. Ed says, Yesterday was the worst day of my life. And Liz says, No, it wasn't. You've had a lot of worse. I remember watching him. He used to say that all the time. This is the worst day of my oh, life. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's when, when that's the thing when she called her a performer. That's him. That's it's what pro- he does. Hundred percent projection, and narcissist. Like, pro- that's what a narcissist does, y'all. They project. It's la- the things he calls her out for are laughable because he's like sitting there doing all of them. Projection, future faking. Google it, y'all. Oh. Y'all, it's all narcissism. Okay. Well, the th- the thing about Liz is, uh, Ed Ed has to find people. What what he's been looking overseas because obviously there are already people who are overseas for him already are already usually have a financial disadvantage so he can control them easier easier yeah. easier easier so easily 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 easier so he's gonna easier so if there's someone oh, by in the, the way, U.S. I thought of you because uh, I was just reading an article and apparently some girl found like a tooth of a megalodon somewhere and it was in, in megalodon tooth. And I read the article and I just screamed out megalodon megalodon <laughs> I brought it up to my oldest nephew too I'm like remember when you used to be in the dinosaurs he's like that was like so four years ago <laughs> I was like okay glad you're getting bitchy well, I learned he's it from 12, watching you, Uncle. He's 12, he's 12 now. He's such a bitch. Uh, well, my, that's, my, what they, that's what they do. Uh, I didn't call him that, but I remember my I'm like, when, when did he become such a bitch? And my brother's like, it's bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, where was I? But it was, what I was talking about is this idea of Liz, Liz is a different kind of person for Ed to date because she has moments of clarity and it's a, he's, he, she's a risky choice for him, which like, because she does, she has moments of stand, of standing up for herself, but she has a crushing lack of self-confidence. That is the way she he really will always, and that's yep. and y'all. If you heard that horrible phone call, one of the reasons we we stopped that was that was done in real life that was leaked, not for the show. One of the reasons we stopped covering him is anyone who could talk that way to someone they said they loved or were in a relationship who we're not going to cover anymore. It was it's, horrible, 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 horrible. It was horrible, and it's different. And then, like, what's different is it's uh. I can hear that, whatever that is. Just yelling on your street. It's the new purge, y'all. The purge is happening. I don't know what they're yelling. I can't hear it after now. Just keep talking. Anyway. (laughs) Keep talking, it'll be fine, I'm sure. 
the difference of people in um the difference of because look y'all these are people a lot of these people are reality stars a lot of them aren't going to be great yeah. people we've talked a lot about you know Bilal and a lot of people you know don't watch Angela's segments because her behavior towards Michael is abusive yeah what is the difference to me is um I mean we saw it like yes Angela's abusive towards Michael and Michael's fucking conning her yeah clear stop he's fucking Connor he's been cheating so like they're both they're both not great people at this point whereas Liz we have we were hard on there we it was hard to watch her in a season but I would probably and I do think she I used to think that Liz got into this for the fame of it to be honest and actually watching the way Ed talked to her and her kind of trying to stand up for herself and then coming back to him actually made me have more sympathy for her and see her as someone who's just so fucking broken. And Ed found the perfect mark in a relationship. I think she does want the fame, but he feels some thing of daddy issues for her. Um, and you, we've said this before you, you don't choose what challenges you, you choose what's familiar to you. Yeah. So that's, guarantee you he's a carbon copy of some man in her life you know it's true unless it's a dick i always want to go bigger <laughs> i'm always going to try a size up y'all never know you never know you Gotta never have know. something for growing yeah exactly. um uh so anyway it's kimberly and usman's time in the hot seat but she says do we talk every day yes but we're broken do, do i still love him i do i do love him we talk we text he's my best friend and Usman said, you know, he's talking about, it's really weird. They, it's, it, don't you feel like we missed like five episodes of them that we just never saw? We never saw the becoming friends again part. We just saw her leave and kind of half-heartedly break up with him. It's a, uh, I, and I get stuff happens, but it's a bit of failure of story, storytelling in their part that we've had such a big jump in their relationship since I agree. it ended. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Usman says again, I can't get a child from her. So uh, it 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 ran its course. And, and, and that's like, why I ended this. That's why I ended this. <laughs> yeah. I like, ended I mean, this. Me. I, I broke up with me, you. Not him. Me. Broke he broke up. Broke he <laughs> broke up. I she, ended this because I want him to have the happiness I have with Jamal. She must have said it. 20 times Must that have. she me because i am breaking up with you uh then jamal shows up and god he looks good i think he oh. wore the same shirt on another tell-all <laughs> i don't know i don't care his ass man by the way somebody uh, said I, why are they wearing the same outfit both days y'all they do that for continuity so for that continuity way they can, yeah. so they can edit a teaser and they, trailer and they change into they it right before they change into it Right before, so it's not like they were wearing these clothes all night long. Because also, too, y'all, they'll start the way that I bet they do these tell-alls. They'll say we're going to talk about Jenny and submit, but Jenny or submit said something the day before, four yeah. hours before, that would make yeah. a good line. And y'all, they all—that's when you're talking about reality stars. Go, that's not what I said in the edit. They fucking make they they put words in their mouth and intentions yeah. in their mouth that aren't even there. And that's why we love reality TV. <laughs> and that's why Jake and I will never be on it. Nope. Except for Big nope. Brother, you'll do that. I neither I neither would, of us are good enough for are good enough 
reality TV. I could probably do Big Brother. Oh, speak um, for yourself. I'm good enough reality TV. I just would get a bad edit. I don't want to do it. Unless I, don't I was think producing, you would get a bad edit. Unless uh, unless I was like an executive producer. No thanks. Ooh, it's thanks. it would be easy. I say enough shit about people to get a they get a villain edit. Yeah. Oh, you would. I would. Oh, you would a hundred percent get a villain edit for sure. Yeah. I'm do real yeah. good until we until we get footage of me trying to put my hand down a straight guy's pants, and then that I get would be me too a problem. Yeah. The show. Then you get me too. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Jamal basically comes in and says this basically happened like I thought it would. He said he he said that he uh, I said that he'd hurt her and I'd be there to pick up the pieces. And at one point, I'm like, when do you stop this, Jamal? When do you not become your mother's caretaker? Well, you uh, don't, you don't, when you give your mother a hug and say, remember, it's just you and me. And I went, wow. I know. Like, I boundaries, just went, y'all, boundaries. I just feel for him because this guy's been taking care of his mom for a long time. But yeah, this, what was great is that what was great about Jamal coming on here is Kimberly's like, it's good. We're all good. We're best friends now. And Jamal comes in and be in is like, well, I said he was going to hurt her and I have to pick up the pieces. And guess what? I was right. Uh, and he's a fucking con and con. He basically lays it all out yeah. in front of everyone. I mean, and Kimberly's just going, go. Because <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't want people to say bad things about us. No, at the same time. she doesn't at all. So, it's in when you're talking about Jamal, I, I get it, but like he was giving major major player vibes on the single life tell all at the same time. I I, I oh, think yeah. he's just so a man in his you wouldn't hit No it. I'm not saying that. I'm just not saying let's let's to, let's temper our poor Jamal talk. Uh, no, no, I, I do say I do say poor Jamal and that I think that he is I think that he has been taking poor Jamal in that. I hope he I agree. is a player and has fun because honestly, I don't think he got really to be a kid. I feel like this guy probably was taking Possibly. care of his mom for a long. Think about it. Kimberly had a Lalu relationship. That's like, right. She's yeah, I... had like Usman is not her worst relationship. In fact, Usman's probably her best. One of the better ones. No, I totally agree with you. That's I'm just I'm saying I don't, I don't want to lionize this person. Yeah, I just, I think that, I I just, you know, I think people, I have, I there's things that come out that I feel like that I relate to. And people, I know it's a lot of sissies that end up being parentified childs relate to his situation. Yeah. That's all I meant by that. But he was great in this tell-all because he, again, he just laid it all fucking. And basically, he even said at one point, he said, you know what, with Usman, he said, her intentions were selfish from the beginning, calling her a potential and all that shit. He said his intentions. Yeah. Yeah. His intentions. He said, calling her a potential, all that bullshit. He said, basically, you worked her over and you broke her down. And in the only reason you're doing That's, this is because Usman wants to be relevant and low key played the fuck out of my mind. He yeah, he Full read he, he he read him uh, and it, the whole cast is like just like, yes, he's a scammer. They, and they um, all jump in and Kim's like. I don't know. No. Remember, I broke up with No, I broke up with him. I don't feel like he played me. He did not play me. I and, broke up with him. And then Kim just sounds foolish after hearing everybody on the stage and, and everyone's like, and Jenny's like, well, I guess no one really understands your relationship like you do. <laughs> just trying to be 
somewhat nice. I mean, when but, Ed said he's an opportunist, I wanted to say, sit down, small Ed. Dumbass. Dumbass. But, but he is an opportunist. But yes. Now, yep. this is what was... Now, Sean Robinson had a great one. Because... Um, Basically, because Shida, like, they all, like you said, Shida says you're in denial. Usman's like, but we had sex. We love each other. Right. And everyone literally just laughs. No, he's like, I can't have sex. I can't have sex with someone I don't love. And they all go, ah! And I went, y'all, I've loved every man I've ever slept Every with. man. I've loved every single one of them. Every one of them. <laughs> every, in their own special way. I don't know. And maybe, maybe, maybe a few. Maybe like two. Yeah. Jamal holds him to the fire and says, well, now you're just grasping at straws. And then here's the deal, though. But Sean Robinson had a great question. She said, wait a minute, Usman. So what about the second wife? You told her you wouldn't be in love with the second wife, that you would just be in love with her. But yeah. so if you have to have be in love to have sex, then what is Kimberly getting that the second right. wife? And Usman kind of goes. Oh, he was st stymied. Uh, yeah, that was a great fucking question. And then he lost it and said, "I don't fucking care about any of this. I don't blah blah blah." And then when she saw when she, when Kim saw the clip of the number of getting of him getting the girls' numbers, like, wait, I didn't Whoa. know about any of this. Whoa, Whoa. I did not expect that. Uh, and she starts to cry, and Usman is yelling, and basically, he's like, just, "My mom made me go see her." <laughs> My he mom say made that. me. He he My does. mom made me. And Kimberly uh, says, I had to feel like from the beginning of our relationship, I had to fight, yo. I had to fight, yo. So, and I felt dismissed. And I'm not going to feel always, that way anymore. I will always be a super fan. But and, we're, not, we're not together anymore. There's no hope of, there's, she said, there's no, hope of a, there's no hope of getting back together. I do hope. I do. I do think Kim, Kimberly, I think we've all been in a situation like I, a lot of people can relate being undervaluing yourself in a relationship. I think Kimberly was. If you look back, I, I hope that when Kimberly watched a lot of that, she went, wow, what? Wow. I was with someone who called me a potential. Whoa. Like what fucking breadcrumbs Whoa. am I grabbing at? I, and this is why I, we're going to see her on The Single Life, ready to I find love. That, I hope that for her. I think you're giving more credit of her own self-awareness than I, she I think so, has. too. I hope I hope she <laughs> finds that. But regardless, y'all, she's going to be on The Single I'm gonna Life. Go, I'm going to find the, 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 the man of my dreams. They could be on the street corner right now. If they don't put her on The Single Life, honestly, I'm going to be pissed. She'd be great on the single. Oh, she would be <laughs> great. She would be so good. I would good. give anything to see her have awkward dates with yes. other awkward men. Yes. Or maybe yes. a woman. Can you see that? Actually, yeah, I can. Yeah, I could. I can too. Um, Y'all, they take a break. Jamal leaves. Um, Liz, uh, Liz and Ed are still... Uh, are still fighting about something. He says again, I was drowning. You were stepping on my head. Um, yeah. And y'all, but she brings out, she was, she's basically leveling accusations. You were on that dating app. And it's interesting, Liz, I think she's, besides the fact that she's got no more energy left to fight, she's like, she just basically says, you were on the dating app. It was here. And he's just fighting her for everything he has. 
And Ed's saying, and Jenny, like, said, because that's that's weird. And Jenny's like, "What do you mean? You're you're look at you. You're in India. Your relationship's weird too." And <laughs> yeah, Jenny tries to say, and Ed snaps at her, and she's like, and. Even Joby, maybe, he's like, in. maybe I'll go to India, and and she's like, they wouldn't give you a visa. <laughs> and she walks out, and feathers just fly. But Joby, even Joby, I gotta say, for Joby, it's this Southern thing in him. He was raised, you do not talk to woman women like that, yeah. and because y'all, Mama Joby would go ballistic on his ass if he ever did that. And Joby brings up again to Ed, and almost kind of in an assertive way, like he just says, "Don't talk to her like that." Do not yeah. talk to it's, her like that. He be get, polite. She said nothing wrong. And Ed goes, and eh, 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 eh. he reminds me of that. What's that? Is it Humpty Dumpty where it's like that cartoon of just a mad egg screaming? Yeah. That's what That's, he looks like to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, near the end, y'all, uh, basically, Shida, Shida tells Liz, you have to teach people how to um, how to treat you. And that yeah. I was like, Shida, follow that advice. Follow, follow your advice. <laughs> and y'all, anyway, y'all, he was on brings, the dating app two hours ago. Two hours ago, she brings receipts, and he says, "Nope, that's not me. That's not me." And Prove it like, was we'll me. Get the- Prove it. And the y'all, that's not what you say when you're when you when you have when you're a hundred percent transparent and honest. You don't say you can't prove it. It's not what you say. You say, and he's like, and she's like, I'll get the laptop. And that's what we're again, left with, y'all. I hated watching him. I don't, because it's, but again, y'all, if you can, if any of you, if 1% of you relates to that storyline, you're in a bad relationship. Yeah. Please, that's please true. Leave. We love, if you don't love yourself enough to do that, Jake and I love you enough. Leave, please. Take, oh. take, take that and leave. Totally. Or as Kimberly would um, say, please. <laughs> please leave. Please, yo. Please. Please, yo. Please. please respect leave. yourself before you wreck yourself. Please. Leave. Please. Please leave. Please. Please. Yo, that's it for this. We're going to move on to Bilal and Jenny and some, Bilal and Shida and Jenny and Submit in part two. And we will part talk two. about the infamous edging store. <laughs> oh. All right, everybody. Until then, be sure to click on our follow us on social media on Reality Gays Podcast on Instagram. That's where you'll get that link tree link. I think it's on TikTok too link as well. Tree you link, yes. Our link tree, uh, where you will get on Monday, starting on January what well, whatever that on Monday that it airs. We'll have that link should be live so you can get a ticket to our digital worldwide moment with Mary yes. Payne from Pink Shade. We're very excited, so um, you can get that information. Then there is, there will be a, an early pre-sale. It will be cheaper to buy it earlier than after certain time periods. So yes, you don't want to wait on that. All right, everybody, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes, and if you've just been hotboxed by your cat shitting in your room. <laughs> You can call us.
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., <laughs> 